Well, it has been an absolutely wild week in Norman, Oklahoma. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. Obviously, all eyes have been on Norman. What exactly is going on there? Lincoln Riley bolts for USC. They have hired Brent Venables. We'll get to all of that. Let's welcome on Chris Plank. He is joining us, Sooner Radio Network, Sooner Sports Podcast. He's on uh, Sports Talk 1400 down there. Chris, great to have you on. Thanks for being here. And let's just start off with, you find out Sunday, hours after Lincoln Riley says he's not going to be the head coach at LSU, that he is going to USC. What is the word? What are the thoughts? What is going through your mind when you find out that Lincoln Riley is leaving Oklahoma? Mind-blowing, earth-shattering, shocking, all fit into one. It's, it's pretty wild because, honestly, Pete, and I appreciate you having me on, when he, the Bedlam loss hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it hurt even more whenever you think about how close they came late and what many thought should have been a pass interference call late in that game. It hurt. But there was a certain sense maybe of disappointment that was um, alleviated because, well, basically Lincoln Riley had said he wasn't going to LSU. So you leave that game – angry, mad, you've lost bragging rights to your arch rival for 364 days, but your coach isn't going anywhere. So I think everyone went to bed mad, but hopeful. And then you wake up, and I mean, I'm not kidding. Listen, not so much to get into my story, but like I, we got back really late. I didn't, you know, Stillwater is about an hour and a half drive to Norman, and I live right in the heart of Norman. And when I got home and we posted a podcast afterwards, I didn't get to bed till 3 a.m. And in a wild turn of events, even with, with three kids and two of them 12 and under, uh, I was allowed to sleep until about 11 a.m. It's the latest I've slept as an adult in my whole life. And literally, you know, you kind of wake up and you stretch out. You're like, gosh, that sucked to lose uh, Oklahoma State. But, man, at least we don't have to worry about this LSU stuff anymore. And I'm not even kidding. The moment I looked at my phone, it was – USC has targeted Lincoln Riley. You're like, this has got to be some sort of joke. This has got to be a fake account. So long, long meandering way to tell you, as shocking of anything that I'd ever seen, um, one-upping the Bob Stoops retirement. You know, it really, it really was a big shock, and it sent shockwaves through this program, this community. So uh, when you look back on, and now that kind of the dust has settled, so to speak, a little bit, I mean, we talk in cliches sometimes, I hate to use it, but the dust has settled a little bit. Uh, is Lincoln yeah, Riley just just not the guy, I guess, that that uh, OU fans and even the administration thought he was in the standpoint of wanting to be that next Bob Stoops, that guy that was going to make a, a life in Norman and was going to be branded by this university and by this program? Is he just not that guy that we thought he was? Well, I mean, if, if you were to have a, like a tried and true in the wool sooner fan on this right now that doesn't try to think of media responsibilities that trying to be as objective things and be like, heck yeah, Pete, you're right. Preach. Um, but see, here's, I think there's a lot of layers to this and I know that we're kind of confined by the constraints of the broadcast clock, but I'll say this. Um, Lincoln was a very private guy and, and, you know, usually most coaches have, if not a couple of media guys, some friends that are close that can speak for him every now and then um, off the record, and you would have an idea about the way a guy is thinking or maybe what his ultimate goals are. 
See, Lincoln never had that. You know, and, and, and again, I've made this very clear in all these conversations. To me, that's not a knock on him, right? That's just not who he is. That's not who he's going to be at USC. Is that, I mean, because he didn't, is that because he didn't want that guy in the media, or he just never cultivated that person? Uh, that, and there's the great debate. Does he not want it? Does he not cultivate it? I think it's a combination of both. I don't think he feels like he needs it. And he might be right. You know, he's got his recruiting, and he's got his his team, and – you know, you rarely see him do interviews. You, you kind of had to twist his arm in order to do them. And again, no problem with that. That's mm-hmm. fine. So I think part of it is Pete, we didn't really know him. Yeah. And I, I think in a lot of ways that was by design. Knew his wife, knew his kids. They were awesome. Didn't really know him. So you never really knew, hey, you know, is this LSU thing legit? He had a press conference where he stood up in front of the media and said, oh, you guys know me. And I honestly kind of started looking around and thought, do we? You know, do, do do we really know Lincoln Riley? So I think that was part one. And part two, I take him at his word that he wanted to build something. And, uh, you know, he was handed the keys to a Ferrari. But, it, you know, it was always a Ferrari that had been built by someone else. And, sure, the, the Pete Carroll and the John Robinsons of the world are um, – the John McKay's of the world storied lore for USC football. But – this is more about the Clay Helton, the Lane Kiffin, and the Steve Sarkeesian failures, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're, dip- you're diving into a place where you can be to USC what Bob Stoops was to Oklahoma, not being the guy that takes over for Bob Stoops and hasn't won a championship yet, right? So I, I think that those two things factored in. And then, of course, third, you're looking at a guy that was 9-0 and and having to apologize for it this year, and I think that wore on him a bit. You know, he understands the responsibilities, and he gets it, but I just – I think there became a point where maybe for him personally, he felt like he had dealing here and maybe he realized that for the most part, you know, they, this just wasn't going to get any easier with the move to the SEC. I don't know, but it's just, there's a lot of things now looking back where you say, okay, well maybe this makes a little bit more sense than we first thought. Yeah. We're now going to dive into Brent Venables and everything there with Chris Plank of Sooner Sports Network. But first, let me tell you about my friends at mybookie.com. Bowl season is here. All right, we got the bowl season here, and we still got a lot of bets to place. All right, we nailed it on the Baylor plus five and a half in that Big 12 championship game last week. And now we're getting ready for the bowl season. You still got the NFL in full swing, and my bookie is doubling your deposit up to $1,000 with our promo code Big 12. That is Big 1 2. All right, so check them out. We place our bets there. People ask, hey, Pete, how can we help out the site? It's easy. Use our sponsors, and MyBookie is right at the top of the list. All our content is free, so all you got to do is use our sponsors, MyBookie.com, promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, for a 100% sign-up bonus with any deposit up to $1,000. Can't beat it. MyBookie.com, promo code BIG12. Well, let's. Uh, Chris Plank's joining us. Let's now dive into Brent Venables, uh, what this hire is about. I guess my first question on Brent Venables is, his name surfaced over a week ago. What what took so long? They weren't playing for an ACC title. Why did this thing take, it right. seems like, several more days than it needed to? Yeah, I think that uh, Oklahoma was, and the term due diligence was used quite a bit yesterday. I think Oklahoma wanted to talk to a lot of people. I think there was interest in names like Dave Aranda. And I certainly think there was interest in names like Luke Fickle. Uh, well, Brent Venables was the first call, and yes, you see decommitments and you see players in the transfer portal, you know, it was more about getting this higher right and less about, you know, fighting for 
probably some guys that were going to be gone regardless. And that might sound cold to some, but that's the reality of it. So I don't think – I think Joe Castiglione, the Sooner Athletic Director, I think he understood the immediacy of it, but I also don't think he was going to be rushed. And if you're to believe some of the reports that are out there, and, and it's coming from some pretty credible people – Apparently part of the reason, Pete, why they waited was the thought and hope that they were going to get to talk to Luke Fickle. And that never materialized. Either they had decided that there's, you know, there's nothing more they need to investigate, or Luke Fickle had said, listen, I'm very happy at Cincinnati. One, one of those things may have happened. Uh, happened. So when that took place, um, I believe they did talk to Dave Aranda at some point. But I, I think once that they realized that they weren't even going to really get an audience with with Luke Fickle, they realized, okay, enough of this, this charade. Let's go ahead and get our guy. And yeah, I, I know I get that. You know, the I I did Fox Sports Radio on Sunday night, and Doug Gottlieb was our guest. And it's, if this was your guy, why would it be on Monday? Well, because you want to make sure you know that you've uncovered every possible rock, and you want to make sure you've talked to everyone. I mean, no offense to Brent, but this isn't an Urban Meyer or a Nick Saban or a Tabo Sweeney, right? This no. is an assistant who's never been a head coach before, so. There was a lot of investigative uh, investigation that went into that, and okay, what's your staff going to look like? What do you want to? What, what's your belief as a coach? And I just think Oklahoma, while it appears as if uh, they didn't take their time, I mean, in all reality, I mean, USC's been open since September. LSU's essentially been open since October. So for them, I think that they were working about as quickly as you could work, but always eyeing this being your guy the whole time. Was there, I got to ask you, Chris, was there anything that is Dabo Sweeney stuff? Anything? No, not at all. Okay. Um, I will say, though, it, it was funny because, I mean, Dabo said, he's like, listen, I talked to Oklahoma, but I talked to him on behalf of other people. Yeah. And I don't know how this, this shows you, we all spend way too much time on Twitter, I think <laughs> is part of it. But, I mean, Drake shows up in Oklahoma City to go to a Thunder game, and I guess he's got some friends in Norman he was visiting, like Drake the Rapper. And everyone automatically tied that to, well, he's friends with Dabo, and Dabo is here, and they're up in Kansas recruiting. And I just, I don't know how that connection was ever made. And I think that, you know, we were all very gullible at that time because there wasn't much information, and Joe C is very stealthy in how he conducts coaching interviews. And I just think we were all kind of falling for whatever was out there. And unfortunately, that thing got legs. You know, Kerry Murdoch is a friend of mine that works for Sooner Scoop, and he said, I'm sitting here right, and, and, and kind of relaying his thoughts. He goes, I'm sitting here writing this, and I can't believe that I'm having to write about Drake and Dabo Sweeney, <laughs> but it's out there so much, I actually have to do it. But, yeah, I don't think there was anything to it. Okay, interesting. All right, so now Brent Venables comes in. Uh, we know what he's done with that Clemson defense. Uh, he's obviously got great chops and known as an outstanding recruiter, but this is – this is next level leading what I believe to be a, a top five program in the country and being a head coach. So what are the what are the challenges for, for Brent Venables? He obviously knows it here from his time as defensive coordinator, but what are the right. challenges that, that he is going to face for a guy who, let's be honest, has been very hesitant to be a head coach? He has not taken sure. one of these jobs despite many offers. Yeah, um, a lot of things. You know, first of all, it's, it's the question of whether or not Caleb Williams is going to stick around. That's the Ballyhooed quarterback. Listen, I don't think he is. I know Sooner fans have done everything they can to show him that he's appreciated and he's welcome. But, you know, he and his father had decided that they were coming to Oklahoma because he wanted to play for Lincoln Riley. And he felt like Lincoln Riley was the best, best path to get him to the NFL. So I do think that 
Caleb Williams is going to leave, but I don't think it's going to be without a fight. I think Brent Venables is is selling him on it and how he can be a foundational piece. So I think that's part one. And then, of course, the 1A to that is what? Getting the proper offensive coordinator. There's a lot of buzz around Jeff Levy. Uh, I think there's a good chance that that could be finalized rather quickly. But uh, I'm just um, – I'm just a firm believer that you're fighting an uphill battle with Caleb Williams. And, you know, then figuring out, okay, who's in and who's out. I talked about this a lot today on my local show, Pete, is who's in or who's out goes a lot of ways, right? It's coaching, it's players, it's administrators, it's your staffing. Like, who's who's wanting to be an offensive plan going to be if it's Levy? And then how are you going to go about it? You feel good about building the defense. But I think also you had a high-octane, everyone was – very, very jealous of what you had offensively. So now the question becomes, what does your offense look like? We know what your defense is going to look like. What does your offense look like? And is it led by Jeff Levy and is Caleb Williams your quarterback? Those are the big cues, I think. And some of the first order of business is that uh, Brent Venables has to take care of. What do you think um, – how do OU fans feel about this – SCC move is there any buyer's remorse does anyone think that well this could have been avoided without an SEC move or is it like you said Lincoln was 9-0 and still getting a ton of flack so it wouldn't have mattered anyway yeah what what what, what how does the SEC move factor into what's taken place over the last 10 days yeah I, I think it's very interesting you know that's a good question because sometimes I think well if Lincoln Riley had if Oklahoma wasn't making the move to the SEC would then a Lincoln Riley move to the Pac-12 be something where it's oh he wants to go somewhere where it's a bigger deal? I don't know. I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm kind of been spitballing that over the last week or so. I'll tell you this much: from a fan's perspective, there's no buyer's remorse, especially after that press conference yesterday. You know, he's Brent Venables, to see a coach that lost the press conference, um, and he won it in a big way with how he talked about what they're going to be offensively uh, and and what they're going to be defensively. So. Yeah, I don't think there's remorse. Now, call me again in three years and we'll see. Mm-hmm. But at least from this perspective, you know, there's there's articles that have been written, and you and I cover the Big 12 quite closely about, boy, going to the SEC cost you Lincoln Riley. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. He might have been gone regardless. But at least for right now, as we sit here and have this conversation in early December uh, in 2021, there's there's no buyer's remorse. There's just, in some people's mind, a guy that couldn't handle the heat, so he got out of the kitchen. Fascinating stuff. Can't wait to see what's next from Brent Venables. He is Chris Plank joining us here on the show. Chris, uh, great to have you on, man. Thanks so much for the time. Pete, I appreciate you, man. I'm a big fan and just uh, enjoy getting a chance to chop it up. with you. Have a great day. You too. Love having Chris Plank on the show. Sooner Radio Network, Sooner Sports Podcast. Always good to talk to him and get the latest from Oklahoma. Uh, good stuff there. And don't forget about our friends at mybookie.com with the promo code BIG12. That's BIG12 to double your deposit ahead of bowl season. Still got the NFL in full swing. So mybookie.com, promo code BIG12 to right now double your deposit up to $1,000. And leave a rating and review on this show. That's how you get a free Heartland College Sports koozie. Rating and review, send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. We'll get that koozie in the mail for you guys uh, when you send me that screenshot of your rating and review. Can't thank you guys enough for that. It's another small way to just help out this show. We appreciate you. Also, hit that five-star rating on iTunes, and we'll talk to you soon, guys. Take care.